What's up, Soap Suds? Welcome back to another episode of The Geek Soapbox. As always, I'm your host, Michael Lee Ponton, and I'm joined by my co-host... Leva Bates! Yay! Yeah! And this week, returning to the show, the man, the myth, the legend... Aww. Josh Shibata. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, of good. course. Good. good to see you guys. You too, dude. Uh... We couldn't have a Star Wars episode, or an episode where we talk about some Star Wars stuff without our oh, resident Star Wars <laughs> expert. Uh, so yeah, of course we're gonna have you back. How are you guys? I'm good. 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 Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little like tired. <laughs> I went straight from the AEW Among Us stream to I had work waiting for me. It was texting me, of course, during the stream, so I had to get to that real quick, and then. Did the work, made my workout list, worked out, cleaned up, grabbed food, sat down, finished all of what we're talking about today, and then <laughs> try to do a picture for social media, type up the social media, look at the time, oh shit, I'm running late, send Josh all the stuff, and now I'm here. <laughs> Leva Bates, can't stop, won't stop. Uh, I oh, got, yeah. I got soda, not sponsored, and then got energy drink, still not sponsored, and then just... <laughs> Almost some water. So I'm ready. Ready to stay hydrated someone, since I don't stop. Someone get this girl an energy drink spawns and put her face on the packaging. Oh, I would love that too because I drink just as much energy drinks as her. So <laughs> oh, <awesome>. no! <laughs> you guys! Oh, man. So, By the so way, in Among thing. Us, I got to be imposter twice. Finally. Uh, times. It's about time. We won. We won. That's awesome. I murdered shit at people. It's great. I got thrown out <laughs> once, but then Uno got my back. All right, there Evil you go. Uno. Evil Teamwork. Dark Order. <laughs> what, what's happening? Is it, are you giving us secrets? What's going on? No. <laughs> only, only in Among Us. Only in Among Us. Only in Among Us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We have a packed show, you guys. Like, yeah. jam-packed. Uh, so quickly, uh, what have you guys been playing, reading, and we'll get to watching. That's, that's yeah. another topic altogether. Yeah. What have you been playing and reading? Um, I'll start. So playing, uh, everyone probably saw, if you're watching this stream, you probably were in my other stream. I beat Spider-Man Miles Morales in my PJs yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah. Free Dynamite, because you know, obviously you got to watch Dynamite. Uh, it was fun. It was good. It was really good. If you like the first game, you'll like the second one. It's it's like continuing on from the world, and it's just it's so easy to pick up and play, especially if you played the other one and you're just already comfortable with the controls, even with a different system. Since I'm on PS5 instead of PS4, and it just looks a lot cooler. And like sometimes a little bit too much. Oh oh, getting crazy over here. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, the dolls are talking. Let me try to you. get through this quickly. Um, we also started Spellbreak this. Yeah, week. we did. So me and Lee, and then you've probably seen our friend <laughs> Seth Cobrutus join in. Uh, so that's fun. Oh my god, you missed it. Since work, we played really late last night. There's a there's something called Clash, which is more like Overwatch, where it's teams against teams. Yeah, yeah. And when you die, you come, you get resed back. Yeah. And it's whoever gets the number of kills first the teams it's almost like a, a race cool yeah i want to play that yeah so we actually be carried our team a couple of times and won nice we're really happy with that That's uh, awesome. and then i started hades uh, yeah 
Hades is actually a lot of fun. I told you. Uh, it, except for it's frustrating as shit. <laughs> also, I told you. Oh my god! Like I'm like, am I the worst player in the world? And nope. come to find out, no, that's how you play. It's just brutal. You're supposed to die over and over and over. Uh huh. And then you level up. Yeah. You level up each time you die. I'm like, oh. So I'm almost about to beat the first fury. I was so close last time. So close. So. So close yet so far. What do you use? Are you like, uh, what's your weapon? I'm a spear guy. Use... Huh? I like the spear. Really? Yeah. I like to throw okay. it and then call it I'm back and throw it and, and call arrow. it back. Like I like to no, I like I like it like Mjolnir. <laughs> then you, get, you throw okay, it and I you get to hit people in the back. You get people first. to hit them. You get hit people in the backs when you call it back. So like hits them in the front and then hits them in the back. Wow. See, I That's like cool. the, I like mm -hmm. the bow and arrow because I can shoot from afar and run away like a girl. See, the spear is kind of the same. Well, like like a, you, you can throw it. Maybe not a girl, like a like a little. <laughs> like a beesh. Like me. Because I'm like, <laughs> run away! I dash, man. Anytime I get a boon that has dash damage. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because I dash so much. You've seen me play Spider-Man. Same type of thing. Run away, run away, yeah, attack, but I, run away, run away, attack. But I think in Hades, you have to keep moving. Like, I feel like that's a game where you cannot stay stationary. You've got yeah, to Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's in the same family wheelhouse as the Gauntlet. So it's like always continuous attacks, always coming at yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. So. Don't stay yeah, stationary. That's what I've been playing. What I've been reading, I've actually read this <gasps> week. Surprise. Gasp. Uh, a Good Girl's Guide to Murder. I'm getting real close to the end. I just started part three. I'm really excited about it. Some big, crazy reveals have happened. I'm really excited. So, But it's also confusing me because I'm also reading The Young Bucks. Upside down. Upside down. <laughs> Young Bucks. Killing the business like for backyards and big leagues. So I'm getting a little confused about murder and bucks. But no, it's actually really good. Uh, there was a story in here. Uh, I, I was kind of just in between matches waiting for them to, to get stuff ready. And I was like, let me just read the passage real quick. And I opened it up. And I read about Matt and Nick getting signed at Impact. And like when he called Dana, that whole little section, I ended up tearing up. I teared up already in this book. What the hell? Aww. I think it's because I know them. and it's just, That's oh. a sign of a good story. That's yeah. That's good. So, so check it out. If you get a chance, check it out, guys. Supporting my friends. Yeah. There you go. So, okay. Nice. That's what I've been doing. Joshua. That's fast for me, too. Look at me being fast. <laughs> what are you, Josh? Yes. So, for me, um, as I've mentioned before when I was on the show last time, it's rugby season. So, rugby kind of consumes my entire life, as Leva knows. Um, I'm a big fan of, of rugby. And so, really, I haven't had the time to read too much. Playing... As, as I think I mentioned before, I'm just not into video games anymore, which I know Leva kind of tries so hard to get me back into them. It's just, <laughs> it's so time consuming. She's making that face she always makes when I talk about my relationship with video games. Again, when I was younger, I was all about video games. I had video games. I subscribed to GamePro, Nintendo Power, all those old school magazines. I love video games. It's just, it became so time consuming. And right now, as she knows, uh, we both hold a love-hate relationship with rhythm games, K-pop rhythm games, which I still am playing to this day. Okay, that counts. Um, that, actually, off, right? that counts. Yeah, that counts. and that actually consumes quite a bit of time <laughs> because I play like three of them. And no, you only play three? It's like six now. Right, I know. Catch up. And, and kid you not, each one, <laughs> uh, because as I think Leva talked about in a prior episode of your podcast, 
there are, you know, daily missions you have to do. So those daily missions takes up at least 30 minutes alone. And if you want to play any other songs, that's another, you know, half an hour at least. I at least spend about three hours every day playing those three games. So that's pretty time consuming. Um, there you go. But yeah, that that's pretty much it. Haven't been able to read too much, unfortunately. Um, I'm just waiting for High Republic when that comes out. I'm excited for that with the nice. Star Wars universe. But uh, yeah, that's, that's basically it. Super cool. Are you taking notes, baby? Yep, maybe. <laughs> uh, like Leva, like Leva said, I've been playing Spellbreak, which is super, super fun. Uh, Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt. The other night. Uh, so I know last, last week, I think I said I was going to try to get Kelly to play Ori in the Blind Forest over our weekend. That did not happen. However, we did end up playing uh, some NES classics. We ended up playing Super Mario 2, which was super nice. fun. Um, however... Who do you play? Uh, what? Who do you play Oh, we were, we were playing as a princess, obviously. Because she floats. Because she floats. Because she floats. I love slow. Mario. I love the little leg... Leg things with Mario. Yeah. Or not Mario. Uh, Luigi. 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 Yeah. yeah, Luigi does little His leg little floaty, thing. Like His little floaty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were playing that. Uh, but like playing it on the Switch is weird because like playing those old 2D games with a stick is very mm. odd. Uh, so on Black Friday, I got a deal and I got one of the 8 bit dough. Wow. Oh, wait, SN, where was SN30 Pros. So it's got the D pad. It's got the D pad up at the mm -hmm. top instead mm -hmm. of the this guy. So playing 2D games is much easier, and I'm very excited to get back to doing that. Though I remember, yeah, because I'm looking at my controllers flip flopped. Yeah, the pro yeah, controllers flip flopped. That. Yeah, so it's just a little I, uncomfortable. I remember the Lee with that one. The only downfall to the the D pad was when you played games like Street Fighter. And you would get those blisters oh, when you oh, try yeah. to do like rolling Hadoukens through your... and yeah. all Oh god! Yeah. Yes, I remember. I had to buy like they were actually sell like thumb protectors uh -huh. or something. Someone was smart enough to sell those, and you know, the yeah, roll it, rolling through. I just that, yeah, that, that was tough it out. You got to tough it out. That's that's sign of a true gamer. Don't get into oh. those protectors. Well, <laughs> you, know, you know how my hands are now, baby. When I do my weightlifting, oh my god! But so I, I got pretty good hands. But it's like beyond callus like you would just rip through the calluses trying to do your oh, street fighters geez, yeah <laughs> or your mortal combat yeah. oh yeah. my gosh i'm hardcore no nah, bro padding and then uh reading i'm trying to catch up on on the x books last year i read house of x and powers of 10 which were jonathan nice. hickman's where he came back and he took over the x-men franchise uh and i loved his avengers run several several mm -hmm. years ago so now uh Again, over Black Friday weekend, Comixology had some sales on Dawn of X, and uh, nice. I've been trying to catch up on that. It's really good. A lot of his writing, some of it I feel like it's way over my head, like I'm not smart enough <laughs> to understand mm. it. Mm. But that's okay. It's still a great ride. So sure. that's that's what I've been reading, trying to catch up a little bit on there. I think it's, it's super fun. It's a nice new direction for those characters. Uh, some people hate it, but I'm along for the ride. We'll see where it goes. Cool. He, he plays the long. I'm so the behind long the game. comics. I don't, I don't. I feel like the last thing I, I've seen was like ten years ago. I've, I've you yeah, know, same here. I try to catch up when things are on sale. <laughs> like I, I can't. In the moment, it's way too expensive. There's too many books. Yeah. It's too much. So, oh yeah. 
Oh, I just yeah, wait till there's yeah, a sale. Yeah, like four and... bucks a pop now, right? Still? Yeah, or more. Or more, or more. Yeah. especially if it's like very. That's a cheap price now. Four bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I may be behind, but you know, whatever. I'm gonna save a buck. <laughs> I don't have to have that <laughs> immediate gratification of my comic books. It's all good. Sure. 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 Uh, so that's uh, that's what's been going on. Let's. Uh, what do you say? Let's move on to the news. Sure. Let's do it. All right, we're going to start with a, a little bit of sad news here. It was announced today that actor David Prowse, best known for his physical performance as Darth Vader in the original Star Wars trilogy, passed away earlier this weekend at the age of 85. Uh, in a statement on StarWars.com, Star Wars creator George Lucas had this to say, quote, David brought a physicality to Darth Vader that was essential for the character. He made Vader leap off the page and onto the big screen with an imposing stature and movement performance to match the intensity and undercurrent of Vader's presence. David was up for anything and contributed to the success of what would become a memorable, tragic figure. May he rest in peace. On Twitter, co-star Mark Hamill said, quote, So sad to hear David Prowse has passed. He was a kind man and much more than Darth Vader. Actor, husband, father, member of the Order of the British Empire, three-time British weightlifting champion, and safety icon, the Green Cross Code Man. He loved his fans as much as they loved him. Aww. So, just a little bit of sad news, but wow. man, like, I didn't know did he, he was that accomplished with everything else in life. No, seriously, that's amazing. Cool, cool guy. Um, so sad to hear that he passed, but. Man, he lives leaves quite the legacy behind him. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I, uh, and again, I like, never got a chance to meet him. But I met a lot of actors from, you know, Star Wars. But he was just not one of them. Yeah, but I mean, as you know, he was definitely half of Vader's portrayal. Everyone thinks yeah. of sure. James Earl Jones's voice, but man, he uh, his physicality and like I said, his stature. Man, he sold it. And so yeah. you just couldn't have that character with with both without both those guys. So physical yeah. is just as important as as vocal, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Vocal is just as important as physical. Yeah. So without one, it's it's yeah. you know subpar performance. Half, half, so half performance. he was super essential. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, especially when we talked about the Mandalorian, uh, which will you know spoiler, we'll talk about it again today. Jump but to. we mentioned about how the the character acting and the physicality of exactly like, yeah working under a, a mask or. You know, not being able to see the face is, is so important. Otherwise, especially if you're the main character, it's very hard to sell that character if people can't see your face. So you gotta you gotta be a very yeah. physical actor. Like and you that, have to emote the like emotions through yeah. just physicality as opposed to your right. face. So or and, voice, you know. And two, now that I think about it, you know what really it it shows a lot about uh, David Prowse's abilities because you know, when you look at Vader especially because a lot of his costuming was from that era. He doesn't really look that imposing when you really think about it, <laughs> but the, the way he held himself and the way he moved that March, you know, the way his arm lifted when he was using the force, I mean, it was very imposing. So, you know, that, that's all him. So it, it really, he, he really was a very accomplished actor. Agreed. A hundred percent agreed. How uh, old was he? 85. 85. Yep. So he lived a very good long life. Uh, in other news, earlier this week, therap.com reported that Mads Mikkelsen is set to replace Johnny Depp as Gellert Grindelwald 
in the Fantastic Beasts franchise. Depp resigned from the role earlier this month after reportedly being asked by Warner Brothers to resign in the wake of his UK libel case. Fantastic Beasts 3 is currently in production at Warner Brothers Leavesden outside London and scheduled to hit theaters July 15th, 2022. Uh, how you guys feel about Mads Mikkelsen? Do, do you feel that way about Mads Mikkelsen or about the situation? I don't about? even know who that guy is. He was Hannibal. Oh, you know Mads. You know Mads. We'll talk about him, but you, you know Mads when, once we start to talk about him. He was a... Wait, he was wait a, is he in one of the shows we're about to talk about? Well, he has relationships to the Star Wars universe. He played uh, he Galen Erso. He was the father of Jane Erso and the creator of the Death Star. In Rogue um, One. I, was, I have no problems with the guy. Yeah. Yeah, the actor himself. I just great. don't feel like... I just... I don't know. I have I have thoughts which probably I don't know if are suitable for the show about when the situation. It comes to this whole situation. I know, and that, and I didn't. This has been news for a while, and we have not brought it up because yeah. I think it's all it's a real gross situation that it is a gross yeah, situation. I feel like we, we don't want to get I, into. However, I, I wanted I to focus stand on with Johnny. But you know what? He's doing it. So he's doing it as a sacrifice to be like, hey. Let's met, let the movie get made. Let yeah. the movie not have bullshit attached to it because of right, what I'm going right, right. through in life. So I know he's doing it for the betterment for the movie, even though then you look at the whole J.K. Rowling thing that's going oh, on geez, there. Yeah. So I'm just like, I've kind of just don't care about like <laughs> the, the this world right now. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. all right, so I get it that Johnny's going through some stuff. And then now J.K.'s stirring up shit oh, left yeah. and right all the time you know and i'm like i kind of just don't care i don't care anymore <laughs> i mean without the actor who took it good for him I'm, I'm sure he's awesome like i said i probably mm-hmm. i've seen him before so yeah i just don't yeah i'm i'm a huge fan of mads mickelson as i mentioned before most people might know him as a uh, galen or so creator of the death star father of Jin or so um he was the villain in doctor strange he was casilius uh, oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah. The, the one that I, I really I recommend. How do I not remember his face? I'm looking him up. <laughs> Leave him. Look him up. You'll, as soon as you see him, you'll know. The, and of course, he first came on the scene for a lot of American fans as the villain in Casino Royale, uh, Le Chaffel, where he had I've that. I've seen uh, all of these movies. He had oh, the, uh, I forgot the about chip. that. He was the one that, that he he studied and practiced that poker chip. Oh, no shit, that guy. And that's, see, <laughs> Leave so, him. He's amazing. He's terrible with actor one... names, but man, yeah, he's totally recognizable. And the one role that I highly recommend people to watch, if you don't know who he is, but you want to see how great he is, he played Hannibal in the Hannibal TV series. Yeah! And, I mean, he was, oh, God, that Hannibal yeah. series was just amazing. He is <laughs> now such Now leave us on board. Okay, right. okay. I'm still amazing. not going to see this movie because I don't care, but if you're going to have anyone replace... Johnny Depp, I feel like that's that's a good replacement. So yeah. I'll take back the, the <laughs> wasn't that him? It was definitely right. at. The it's at the situation. Sure. Yes. Sure. But yeah, he's great. Yeah, I think no, he's great. Mads, Mads Mikkelsen is great. It, it, it is just a really terrible situation to be in, you know, where. I just don't understand do... why they can't get rid of J.K. Rawlings. If you're going to get rid of Johnny Depp, you have to get rid of J.K. Rawlings because she's worse than him. Uh, listen, we don't we don't know movies. we don't know what's going on with all that. I don't <laughs> I'm know. Listen, I'm man. Here we go. Listen, man. That's not the point of I'm this conversation. That's why I don't talk about these things. <laughs> I was not trying but to again, get into all that. Mads is great. Mads is great. I'm very curious. Honestly, I'll admit, 
I wasn't a fan of the second movie. I didn't even finish this. I saw the second movie on a flight to actually go see Viva, and I didn't finish it. Uh, I was a big fan of the first movie. I thought the first movie was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I after Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what Mads does with the character because it's a you know Grinwald is it's a huge character you know especially the relationship with Dumbledore. So it'll be very interesting to see what he brings to the table with his interpretation of the character. So I'm excited with that. But uh, yeah, just the situation surrounding it, it's kind of horrible. So yeah, yeah that you know, it's all it's all icky and gross. Yeah, but... it, it, it's a horrible situation at the end. But congratulations to Mads Mikkelsen because that's really cool to be part of another great franchise. I mean, part of Star Wars, part of the Marvel universe. I know this guy; of... he's in it all. He's yeah, he's the, he's the new it guy. Congrats, great. Man. I love it's great. it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it um, because I like that world. I like I like the fiction, the fiction world. I don't need mm-hmm. to deal with all the the real world <laughs> drama. Uh, and then our last little bit of news here: in the year 2000, world-renowned illusionist Yuri Geller sued Nintendo over the appearance and Japanese name of the spoon-bending psychic-type po- psychic Pokemon Kadabra, or Yungera, as it is known in Japan. In the lawsuit, Geller asked that Kadabra no longer appear on Pokemon trading cards, and after appearing in the trading card game's first set in 1996 and a few subsequent sets, Kadabra has not been seen in the game since the year 2000. However, that could potentially change in the near future. In an email to thegamer.com, Geller said, quote, Due to the tremendous volume of emails I am still getting begging me to allow Nintendo to bring back Kadabra Yungera, I sent a letter to chairman of Nintendo giving them permission to relaunch the Yuri Geller Kadabra Yungera worldwide. Geller continued on Twitter, quote, I am truly sorry for what I did 20 years ago. Kids and grown-ups, I am releasing the ban. It's now all up to Nintendo to bring my Kadabra Pokemon card back. It will probably be one of the rarest cards now. Much energy and love to all. Weird. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know that that happened. I didn't even know that either. It was like, such out of so the blue. So why, all right, why was he so mad that they were using it? Like, I mean, when... Because well, his... they not was... ask his permission? No, nobody asked his permission. And his, his big illusion, the thing he's known for is spoon bending. Right. Also, too... Uh, Okay, also, too, I read more sense, but yeah, I read a little bit of a background in it. it hit, one of his biggest gripes was it was if you look at the character Kadabra, there's a star that's on his forehead, and some of the the imagery on him, it, Yuri thought it was very uh, Nazi uh, oh. related, and so he was not happy with the way it looked like Kadabra was a Nazi type character. So he kind of was upset with that. Plus, too, yes. Japan is completely um, different. Well, that that's what he claimed. That's what he okay. claimed 20 years ago. Also, too, in Japan, the copyright ro- laws are very, very weird. Um, if anybody who follows stuff like that with like Kimba the White Lion and Disney mm-hmm. and so many other examples, uh, Japan doesn't really follow copyright rules very well. <laughs> so, yeah, nobody took nobody asked Yuri about using his image when it was very apparent that it was him as Kadabra. I mean, his name is I mean, basically his name. I know, yeah. So, 
I mean, it gets, Get upset. Some it gets I guess upset. It, it blends in because sometimes you can pay homage to something while we're paying sure. homage to this of great course. guy. But then, it, then where does the line like it starts to blend into like? Right, and I guess that's where like, it becomes li- like uh, yeah. copyrights and it, that's where know, it becomes just a little murky and like how how much does the individual feel like they're owed and you know yeah. like how much are they going to let it slide Every, you know i guess all these celebrities have a different threshold yeah. of yeah oh that's funny that's cool that's nice that's a nice homage to me right because you also look at uh, Kimbo the White Lion when Disney came out with Lion King immediately everybody asked the creator of Kimba uh, the original series, like, hey, wh- what are your thoughts on this with Disney basically creating Simba, <laughs> the yellow lion? And, you know, the guy was all like, oh, that's cool. I mean, that's it obviously means they like my work. That's great. I'm happy. Didn't get paid a cent by Disney. Mm-hmm. So, again, some people are cool with it. Some people are did like, it, Yuri, where, you know, they're not so cool about it. Did it? So. Did he want money for it? I don't know. Is that maybe? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't find know. anything about that. Because I, I, I'm all wondering I found was if that's why maybe he wanted money. They're like, "Nah, we're not gonna give you money." Then he was like, "Well, I'm gonna sue." And no, you can't use this now. So, or, or is it, or is it a matter of? It could have like, just been a matter of no, principle. No, you did not ask my permission. Yeah. So could have just been could standing be. his ground. Yeah. But Who I guess knows? he's back. So. But the good news is yeah. bringing him back. Okay, sure. If they decide to do it, or if they just decide to go, you know what? We haven't used him in 20 years. We're good. We're just not going to. We figured a workaround. We're just not going to do it now. Sure. Or they'll just do an entire Kadabra set. <laughs> all Kadabra all the time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, that's it for the news. Let's move into the topic of the week. This week's topic of the week, we're going to do a little bit of TV catch-up. Yeah! Uh, yeah! I know Leva's been Yay. dying to talk about The Masked Singer for weeks, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to cut the reins on that one and uh, let her uh, share some of her theories. If you are watching The Masked Singer, uh, we're going to be probably getting into a little Super 6 spoiler territory if you don't know who is already in the Super 6. Uh, so I'm going to put up a little spoiler tag yeah, there here. There was an episode that aired on Thanksgiving. That was the last episode. Uh, and that right. was uh, that was Group C, which includes broccoli, jellyfish, Mushroom. and mushrooms. Mushroom, yeah. And so if you miss that, then you're going to get spoiled. So close your ears for just about two Look, minutes. there's a spoiler tag on your screen. If you don't want to know where we're at in uh, Mass Singer, uh... But I got. Go ahead I and got, mute us. Mute us until I that little sign goes away. I got them for the most part. I got five out of six figured out, and I'm so excited. Uh, Leva, before I let you finish, though, I want to let everyone know who's listening to us in podcast form. If you want to avoid any potential spoilers for this season of The Mass Singer and who's in the Super Six, go ahead and fast forward to about 50 minutes and 10 seconds, and then you should be free and clear of any Super Six spoilers. All right, yeah, Leva. Lee, I always uh, call Leva Detective Bates when we watch Mass Singer. She's, <laughs> no, because literally she's been really, really good. Ever since we first started watching the very first season, her guesses have pretty much been right on. Yeah. Like, she's rarely ever wrong. And if she is, it's usually because she just doesn't know who this person is. That yeah, ends up being, I get, I get being that a lot. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, who, who is this person? I don't but, know. Uh, yeah, like, 
like the one earlier this season, the Mark spoiler, Sanchez, the doc, the doctor. I'm like, I don't know oh, who that is. Here. I don't know who this doctor is. I, no way I would have ever guessed that mm-hmm. in a million years. No, but. me neither. So yeah, um, my thing is, I get the second half of the season really well. Like the first episodes, because you're just learning everyone, and of course, there's already There's not enough clues. Get, yeah. Like, yeah, you don't get the clues. For me, I'm a clue person. I, mm-hmm. I take the clues, I cross-reference them, I go through, I see what other people's guesses are, cross-reference them, compare the voices, usually dismiss all of them because they suck. No fits. <laughs> and then I, I cross-reference more clues with the voice, go back and forth between videos, and then about an hour, hour and a half later, I figured it out. <laughs> She'll text me and go, I got it, I got it. <laughs> Legit, I cross-reference everything. And I'm over here, like, sitting in videos, like, look at this! This is the same song! The same voice! So, which we'll get to in just a second, so. But what about you, Lee? Are you enjoying uh, this before I go into my Oh, huge... I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I think the show is ridiculous. Uh, I think... I think the strongest singers are still left in the competition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we've finally gotten to that point. There's There's only one that I I kind of called bullshit on, but then I, you know what? It was deserving at the end because it was like, yeah, you got outdone. Uh, I love Serpent, which was the doctor I didn't know. I was for sure he was from Hamilton. Something with like, he's mentioned about scholars, and I was like, oh, you're from Hamilton. He even quoted Hamilton. I'm like, he's from Hamilton. I bet you. And I was like, I was pretty sure it was going to be like uh, Chris, who who played the original George Washington. I can't remember his name, last name at the moment. But I was like, oh, it's him. And then it was a doctor. I'm like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I think he but just came he into popularity. He was real good. He was really good. Like, if you didn't want to be a doctor, if you want to go into oh, yeah. entertainment, he totally Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's really good. Uh, but Crocodile outperformed him like the last couple times. I was like, yeah, you got beat. Sorry, Serpent. Suck, but you got got was mean. Okay, so here's so, where we're here's what we're left with for the super six: popcorn, sun. That's from group crocodile, A. Crocodile, seahorse. That's group B. E. Jellyfish, and mushroom. That was group C. So. All right, Leva, lay it on okay. us. Okay. Do you have any guesses yourself before I go into my my breaking down the facts? So. For popcorn, Kelly and I were going back and forth between uh, Cindy Lauper. No, I think she said uh, Taylor Dane. Is that a person? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think the I was on the Cindy fence. She was on the Taylor Dane fence. So Kelly like would be right. She may be right. I think she may be right. Kelly would be correct. <laughs> okay. Also, Leva's guess. So yes, lay it Kelly, on us, Leva. Uh, Kelly is correct. It is Taylor Dane. <laughs> um. I, you know what though? Don't feel bad because I, I was on that it's either Cindy Lauper or Taylor Dane for a long, long time. Uh-huh. And then the thing that gave it away in the second clue package, again, I go back and rewatch the clue She's packages. going back. I have not gone back. Yeah. yeah, I go back and watch everything. Like when I'm trying to figure out one person uh, this week, I legit wrote down every single note and every single clue. And you, like, Josh can attest to this, because I wrote down every single clue going, yep. these clues make no sense. And I, like, wow. sent him legit a text that was so long that was like, here's <laughs> all the clues, help me. <laughs> so I go through all the, the, the clue packages. Okay, so in the clue package for popcorn, she mentioned she had a bizarre uh, disease or bizarre, like, health issue when she was younger, when she was a young popcorn. 
So I cross-referenced that with Cindy Lauper and I cross-referenced that with Taylor Dane. Taylor Dane had kidney issues when she was four years old. And that was kind of a weird, rare kidney issue. And that's what sealed it for me. Because obviously, you know, we all got the 80s reference. Uh, there was also a meatloaf reference and Taylor Dane uh, did Original Sin with meatloaf. So there's that big, big clue. Uh, her, she built a career on love. All of her big songs are about, like, Tell It To My Heart and, like, all the songs about love. She's a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Like, everything. The hair crimper, obviously, because of her crazy hair. Taylor Dane. It's, it was the bizarre disease that gave it away. All right. So, you heard it so here. Kelly's Send right. me sort of first. She's Kelly. <laughs> what do you got? Who do you have for son? Or do you have anyone for son? Uh, I don't think I have anyone for son. Because I haven't, great, gone, ba- I haven't gone back voice. and listened, so I can't even remember what Sun sounds like. It sounds really... She sounds really powerful and, and kind of Southern. Uh, it is. Wait, 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 wait. Josh, do you have anybody for Sun first? Oh, no, because most most of my guesses end up being what Leva oh, okay. kind of I, I tell him tells guesses. Me, so. Okay, great. So. I'm like... <laughs> There's, there's, there's going to be one that I can kind of guess at because that's the one that's driving her nuts. But oh, I'm, I'm pretty much that one. F that one. Yeah, person. that one. Oh, for <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so son. Yes. Let her rip. Um, super powerful, kind of southern. Uh, it is 100% Leanne Rhymes. 100% Leanne Rhymes. Oh. Why I say this is because she's saying the Lizzo song. Okay. There is a video on YouTube. Of Leanne Rhymes singing that exact same song. <gasps> and the voices are exactly the same. Scandal. <laughs> How dare so, she? And, and she also mentioned the RV at one point, and the video is her singing the song in an RV. 100%. Okay. 100% I would play some money on the Leanne Rhymes. So there's Sun. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Who do you have crocodile. for Crocodile? I don't have anybody for Crocodile. You don't have any for Crocodile. I can't remember. I didn't go back and research. Oh, I haven't this seen is, Crocodile in like two like, weeks. This is why when I'm like, oh man, I'm going to sit down and watch it, watch uh, Mass Singer. It's several hours of commitment <laughs> when I do <laughs> Mass Singer. An hour to watch it and then like an hour plus, maybe two hours of like research. Right. Again, that's why I call her Detective Bates because literally she takes this seriously. <laughs> All right. So, this is your crocodile. segment, Leva. Run it. Crocodile is someone I kind of freak out over because it is Nick Carter from Backstreet Boys. Oh, okay. Listen to the voice, and then the clue that gave it away was when he got his first gig. He gave that hundred. He made a hundred dollars. He gave that hundred dollars to his dad. That is legit pulled out of Nick's book autobiography. Well, and then there you go. To the voice. If, especially if you go on YouTube, um, like when he does Nick Carter stuff and Backstreet Back Boys, it's more of like, yeah, 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 you know, like kind of a Britney thing. <laughs> but yeah, then okay. he does rock and he's actually done like on the B- uh, BSB cruises and like other stuff where he does rock songs and it's a little bit more rocker. Yeah. And then you compare his first song, which was, uh, was it Bon Jovi? Same yeah, voice. Yeah, I think so. Same voice. Okay. So, Nick Carter. Nick Carter's Crocodile. All right. What about Seahorse? Do you have anyone for Seahorse? Jessica Simpson. Oh, that's a good guess. That is a good guess. Wrong. 
Burger oh, guest. how dare you? <laughs> how all right, so it dare is, you? I I am all right. I don't know if I would say a hundred percent, but I am like ninety percent positive. That is Tori Kelly. Why do I say this? Because that woman can do impressions and do different voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seahorse has done a couple different sounding voices ish, mm-hmm. but so has Jellyfish uh, a little bit. Um, but no, uh, Seahorse has changed up her her style a little bit. She's done Celine Dion. She's mm-hmm. done Britney, almost a dead on Britney. Yeah, which, Britney Jessica, which Jessica Simpson can do. Yeah, but there's a video go, that yes. she showed me with Tori Kelly that was really like identical to the Britney yeah. uh, performance. I I found Tori doing a dead on impersonation of Britney, and then I also found her doing Celine Dion, singing the Celine Dion song that she sang. Okay. Um, her range is that of the the seahorse. I I I'm positive, ninety percent positive that. Okay, so, so, Simpson, so in, I'm in that Tori Kelly in that last clue package for Seahorse, the I can't remember what the character that was her her the person that knows her that was in the package, but they were definitely a preacher, <laughs> and oh, her father's you, preacher. Tori Tori Kelly is a known Christian, okay, as well. But she's like known for that and Jessica, done like Jessica's the music dad for that. Is a preacher. And the preacher had two little girl baby dolls, which would be Jessica and Ashley Simpson. So you know what? Maybe, maybe it's Jessica. I still say it's Tori Kelly. And there was something. Uh, crap! There was something in one of the packages that reminded us of Daisy Duke, and I cannot remember what it was. Yeah, she put on like her shorts. Now, I mean, again, I was leaning toward Jessica Simpson for a long time, and then I started cross-referencing some few things. I'm just like, I and she said something about I turning her life around, voice. which Jessica Simpson has done in the last couple years. She got sober and turned her life around. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong at this moment, but that's why I'm like 90 percent sure. Okay. Like I'm 100 percent sure on like Sun and Popcorn and Crocodile. All right, well, we, we I'm might 90 percent sure. We might have stores. to. We might have to put a, a, a friendly wager up on, Ooh, <laughs> up on that one. I like that. I like that. By the way, I also guessed the owls right, too. Oh, yeah. She was dead on with the owls. That impressed Dang. my mom. And my they mom were like, really they were like, oh, it's Finn Skill. I'm like, y'all dumb. This is straight up Clint Black. I'm from Kentucky. I was going to say, Levis my, Kentucky is coming out. <laughs> don't question my Kentuckyism. Clint Black, man. He's like... He's like a national treasure in Kentucky. So, anyway, uh, now moving on to Group oh, C. Who do you have for jellyfish? jellyfish? Oh my God, I can't even remember what we said it, jellyfish was. Uh, crap. Go. Maybe I'll remember. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty positive it is Chloe Kim. She is a Olympic winning oh. uh, snowboarder. That's what Kelly said. Yes. Now I remember. Yes. Yeah. Oh really? I, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kelly, man. She's, yeah, she's up on guess. my level. Yeah. That that kind of blew me away because I had no clue who this Chloe Kim person is. So I started researching uh athletes who sing. Uh there is a video of her singing. It's very similar to Jellyfish. Um she's also done stuff with uh what's his face? Adam Levine, is that his name from mm-hmm. Maroon Five? Yeah. Yeah. She was in this video. Um I've also seen her rap. So if we ever see Jellyfish oh, bust out some rhymes, okay. I've seen her rap. 
But like uh, the main story was talking about her dad as her ride or die. Her dad would like dropped everything to start training her. He didn't actually train her, but he did quit his job to take her to all of her gigs and, oh. and okay all of that. So he legit quit his job and just became her full time manager to like I'm gonna take you to this gig. I'm gonna take you to this 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 uh competition i'm gonna take you to this competition which actually led her to becoming in the olympics and winning so she's the right size uh if you look at her she's wearing the the platform shoes Mm -hmm. she's probably about i would say in actuality uh jellyfish is probably looking like my size five two five three chloe kim is five three uh she gets off a boat uh her family's from korea they came over to give her a better life she has uss big bird she's been on sesame street and performed for big bird dang uh, leva she has a sister her sister was the one that talked about her and taught, said she was a super huge fan yeah uh that is true because chloe kim does have a sister uh and then even in the family it's mom dad sister and her like 100 percent. you didn't <laughs> did, you, did you catch the the calculator clue Yes, hills. Okay. Or snowboard. <laughs> like, it's like that was the big yeah. one. That's the yeah, clue I, I caught. Legit in the middle of watching the show, I paused. I was like, "Did you see the calculator?" I said hills because he was a few minutes ahead of me. Because yeah. I, for some reason, every time I see calculators, I'm obsessed with it spelling words like mm-hmm. hello. I would always do hello, and I'm like, "That's not hello." And I paused there. Like, oh, that's hills. So I thought it was a hills actress. So that's when I first started cross referencing. Yeah, that's what. And that's what like, we started thinking tall, at first. Yeah. No offense, too old. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> it just doesn't fit. And then I'm like, what else is Hills? And then I started cross-referencing some athletes, athletes who were like into this type of stuff. And I'm like, oh, wait, snowboarding. Duh, that's all on mountains and hills. There you go. Detective Bates. And now Mushroom. We're finally on Mushroom. Yeah, the bane of Detective Bates existence. Son of a bitch. All right, Leva, where are you at at on your uh, I I literally don't know. I I have no idea. I, I... I'm going to show you guys right now if I still have it. Uh, can you see it? It's a little no, bright. Oh, it. there you oh, go. Wow. Okay. Yep. See, those are all her notes. Good Lord, Leva. And I texted <laughs> I all this to him. way like, too yeah. seriously. No, like, she's really And I don't know this. who it is with all of these notes. I can't figure it out. Like, he had an office job. He did some sort of star search or, like, maybe – could it be maybe uh, American Idol or something where you, oh, like, okay. try so, to achieve stardom? So that helps me. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, lots of New York. Uh, he had a brown hat show up in two different ones. Uh-huh. I don't know if this person is known for the brown hat. Um, let me see. There's Hamilton Lions. In the room where it happens, rise up. Uh, he can sing falsetto. But then the second clue package completely changed his voice. He was talking like this in the very first package where we thought it was a girl because you couldn't really see the shape of his body. And then the second time when you realize, oh, my God, you're a man, he actually started talking in his normal voice. Well, not normal, but you know what I mean? And the Mm -hmm. tone his voice should be in, of course, it was altered because of Matt Singer. So definitely a different voice. Uh, Nothing but Mean Girl references. So it's like... Burn book reference. Uh, kangaroo shows up for some reason in it. Uh, oranges. So did he go to? Cal- was he in California or Florida? Like just offbeat, different. Tiara with the breaking the sunglasses, sharing at the prom. Like so many fetch. I don't. So cross reference like Hamilton and Mean Girls, the movie and the Broadway 
Still not finding it. Uh, second time you sang sounds like Savage Garden guy, but I don't think it's him. Also said, brains and mine's a terrible thing to waste, but it's a pretty sweet clue. Still don't know what that means. Third clue, uh, fun to be on stage again. So this person's performed before. Uh, government agent friend, known since kids. There's a doll on a desk. Dolls creepy as shit too, by the way. <laughs> uh, that's where the brown hat shows up. I I reference all sorts of class president 4.0. Uh, even research kit. Did you do anything with one of the two uh, Night Rider shows? No. Uh, mm. A bull, Chicago Bulls, maybe. I don't know. None of this. Helping underprivileged kids. There was a boxing ring, a wrestling ring. Change oh, their right. names. None of this works. Cause like at the first I thought it was Jordan Fisher, maybe, but like he doesn't show that he had 4.0. Uh, he doesn't. He didn't change his name. I don't think it's him. So I don't think it's Childish Gambino, which could be because of, you know, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, maybe. But then some of the other stuff just doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I just don't think, no, I just don't think he can sing the falsetto. Like, he can sing real good, but I just, I don't know. I've legit spent over an hour and a half going through every package, watching every video again. And then cross-referencing, seeing what other people thought. And they're all like, it's Jordan Fisher. And then it's this other person, which that person's voice doesn't match at all. But it's like, oh, he was on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. So I, I listened to all of his music on Spotify. Definitely not that person. So I don't know. Everyone's guesses are wrong. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I, I literally have no idea. Who do you have? Uh, We were thinking it might be Todrick Hall. But I don't. That's it. Yeah, but his voice doesn't sound like that. I know, but Todrick can do crazy things with his voice. That's the. <laughs> he got crazy range and can do. But if you listen do... to all of his stuff on Spotify, he doesn't hit that range at all. I know. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's that's who I was thinking of the RuPaul's person. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't think it is Todrick. He, but he was on Idol, so. He was on be, Idol. That could be your competition thing that you were talking about. Mm. Oh, okay. The yeah, star he search. mentioned that he Idol, yeah. he took a chance and went for it, and it showed like a star. So we're thinking star search, but that's like mm-hmm. way past the yeah, day. So that's... the modern day star search obviously is the Voice, Idol, yeah. those type of things. So I don't, I don't know. That's that's my guess, but it could be wrong. Yeah, I thought Jordan Fisher was the closest voice wise, but right. the clues don't match him. Does Josh, Todrick, what do you have? Is Todrick known to wear a brown hat a lot? The brown hat shows up twice. No, that I don't know. Todrick wears hats. What about you? What about you, you, Josh? What do you have? Um, Like I told you before, I really do like the Jaden Smith guess that someone threw out because, Mm -hmm. you know, Jaden is very ambiguous, uh, has really done a lot to blur the gender lines in his career. Uh, but I don't know how it would fit with all the other clues that are out there, you know, yeah. with the, the, I don't think he was ever in a talent search. I don't think he has any, I don't know if he wears brown hats. <laughs> so the brown hat, when you threw that out, actually made me think of Pharrell, but I don't think Pharrell fits any of those other guesses. His voice too. does. His voice I, does. But, then but again, I don't think, yeah, I think I looked up Pharrell as well. Cause I'm like, cause I love nerd. Like I love, yeah. I love his stuff with nerd. I, and then I just don't think, with, uh, uh, I mean, I guess you could say he kind of changed his name to Pharrell 
from Pharrell, I guess, if they want to be that that uh, ambiguous about uh, the name. But again, Pharrell's born Pharrell. Right, yeah, exactly. But, but so I that's mean, why he it kinda, doesn't really fit. But he kind of hit change. stardom with with NERD. Like, yes. Right. So maybe so that's then what he changed he, originally and went to Pharrell. Him as NERD. Yeah. And then he became that's, Pharrell. that's the name one that's tripping me up. Because yeah. at that point, now it's like, well, not Jordan Fisher. It's not, Ooh. you know, so-and-so. What about Todrick? Well, is Todrick his real name? I think it is, but I mean, like, I feel like he's got a lot of, you know, like, I think he's done some drag stuff, so he might have drag names and, you know, like. Yeah. I don't he got know. a lot of characters. So I don't someone, know. Someone uh, was mentioning someone from uh, uh, Orange is the New Black, or, yeah, is that right? That show? That is, that a, is show. a show. I don't know if there's a singer on that. <laughs> I don't know yes, what you're talking there, about, but that there is, is a show. A, there's Chloe. I can't remember her name. I think it and might Chloe be her. Was a character. I don't, but I don't I know don't if that's it. her. Interesting. So obviously she was born. Not Chloe. So oh. I don't... Uh, is that Laverne Cox? Yeah. That's the actress. Um, but the voice don't match. The voices don't. Okay. And I think she's also like. If you look at the size of Mushroom, Mushroom's a small body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mushroom's so like, a tiny I feel bird. like I feel like she has too many curves. True. Like Very I feel like true. we see more boobs. You know what I mean? Like more boobs. More boobs. More Mushroom boobs. So I'm I'm completely stuck on Mushroom. <laughs> if anyone has ideas on Mushroom, please send them my way because I don't <laughs> know what to do with myself. Yeah, right now. she was Lee. You don't understand. She was so upset. When she had like everybody else, but Mushroom was just like not coming to her. So she's really upset. But I told her, you know, just wait the next week when they yeah. reveal more clues. I bet you you'll get it. I bet you you'll figure that out. So yeah, you got you got another week to figure it out. So yeah. no stress, no stress on that one. Uh, I'm gonna turn a little spoilers tags off because I think we're done talking about Mass Singer. Uh, I'm excited to see how the rest of that plays out. Uh, you guys, we brought Josh here for a very specific reason, to talk about yeah. The Mandalorian. Let's do it. So I feel Mando! like... Mando! Um, so just generically right now, because I don't want to turn the spoiler tag on just yet, because I want people to still okay. be able to hear us talk a little bit. Uh, how are you guys feeling about season two thus far? Love it! <laughs> okay, yeah. great. It, it's 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 honestly, with the exception of maybe one episode, it's it's far exceeded expectation. So, uh, yeah, with everything, we'll go into it with spoilers, but man, with everything they've been, just been dropping left and right, especially the big reveal at the end of the most recent episode, for me, really uh-huh. made made my season so far because uh, this character is one of my favorite characters, which we'll get into in just a bit. But yeah, it's 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 far exceeded expectation, which is great. It's, it's really great. Yeah. I like, I, I feel like, you know, he's the, the story is moving a lot more. We're going to a lot of different worlds. Um, <laughs> right at the beginning of, of this season, I was a little iffy when we went back to Tatooine. And I don't think that's spoilery to say, um, cause <laughs> that was, you know, like four or five weeks ago now. Um, I was like, Oh, we're going, we're going, back to this sandbox quite literally right. <laughs> um it's like okay seems a little early to be going back to that i thought we were gonna do something new but uh, okay and then but there was a reason there was there, there was, was totally there was totally reasons for it um 
so yeah, I, I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed seeing other planets and different worlds and different species of aliens, yeah. like so much world building mm-hmm. has happened in this and, and expanding of, of the star Wars universe while still incorporating existing pieces of the right. Star Wars universe. It's a very well, cool amalgamation. It's like playing right. an RPG game where, like, you get through part one or act one, you know, and then that's mostly just, like, again, like all things, setting setting the story down, setting, like, you know, the beginnings of this. But then part two is when you get to the meat and potatoes of everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where we've gotten to with Mandalorian at this point. Now it's like, all right, now you know who these people are and you know this there was the point of everything. Now here's all the potatoes and gravy. I keep saying food. I, should, I might be hungry. <laughs> but going back to what you said, Lee, it's they did it brilliantly and they set themselves up perfectly because again, the biggest criticism, I think we mentioned this before of the newer trilogy was that you took a lot of established characters and you kind of did things with them that a lot of people were not happy with. Yeah. Uh, this this is something where you have this corner of the universe that has been untouched and untapped. And it's not like they just created this universe out of nothing. It's been mentioned before. You know, we know that there's an outer rim because we've always talked about they've always talked about, well, there's stuff out there. We don't know. That's because that's the expanse of the galaxy. And they took advantage of that by saying, okay, well, then let's go over there because we always talk about, but we never really developed it. And now we can. And like you said, Lee, we could still incorporate things from our universe and just merge it into this new universe and expands it. And it's it's so brilliant. It really is. So they, they set themselves up perfectly and they, they executed it correctly too. So it's yeah, great. I, I feel like after the first season and it did so well and was so well received i feel like everyone in the star star wars universe that's involved with it like on all ends all writers all everyone like from the cartoons to the novels to the movies they're all like okay this is legit this is really good let's take these and let's blend these elements now let's let's bring it all together because you know what now we can trust you with this right let's do it you know what i mean i feel like this season is definitely they were able to just go so much further because of all of that trust and that unity with every outlet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unity. Uh, all right, kids. I'm gonna throw up the spoiler tag. So if you there don't you want, if you don't want specifics about season two of The Mandalorian, just mute us right now. And then when that when that little spoiler tag comes off, unmute us, and we'll still be here talking safely about non-specific things uh but we're kind of talking around the things that i know we want to talk about so up goes the spoiler tag yay Woo-hoo! uh and again for my podcast listeners if you want to avoid spoilers for mandalorian season two go ahead and jump to one hour and 18 minutes and then you will avoid any season two mando spoilers okay All right. you guys where do we start <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I think we could start with the like. Leva texted me out of the blue. The child has a name. The child has a name. <laughs> he has a name. He does have a name. <laughs> like that, like threw me for a loop for a second. I was like, oh, we finally got a name. Ah! Yeah. I loved. I loved how they built that whole entire thing up. Um, like I told Leva, it is kind of unfortunate that there's been a little bit of a backlash against the name reveal. 
Um, I think maybe because people don't think it's cute enough, but um, I think it's great that we now know so much about Grogu. Grogu. Uh, and, Little and Grogu. Where Grogu came from. Also, too, they made they made it make sense again. You know, um, Force uh, came to the Jedi's because, you know, obviously Force-sensitive. They trained him to be a Jedi. And then during, unfortunately, when the 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 Clone Wars and the Jedi's were all wiped out. Order 66. You know, exactly. Uh, Executive 66. So, you know, he was hidden. And it makes sense because, again, the the belief that all the Jedi's were wiped out, you leave some leeway because, again, you had Anakin. I mean, not Anakin. You had uh, Obi-Wan. You had all these other Jedi's that secretly could have snuck off somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know, or eventually got hunted down by Vader. So, you know, who's to say that this little baby yoda or grogu was able to escape or somehow escape we still don't know exactly how that happened. yeah who spirited and, him and, away and now you know can kind of fit into the world so, i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure like yoda or someone you know like tucked him away like let's let's yeah but yoda was off coruscant at that time wasn't he right you know yeah, so he, was fighting, yeah. Uh, he was fighting with all the other jedis and then and then after that, he jettisoned out and he landed on uh, Dagobah or Dagobah. Oh, so... yeah, because he was he was on Kashyyyk, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because that's where he so... jettisoned from. So, yeah. I... so there's, I mean, also there's also communication, guys. Communication. Hey, we call you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but there that means there was somebody on the inside of the Jedi Temple that was getting people out. Could be. We, we, Which we makes know. sense. Again, I mean, how are there still, like... Jedi's when, popping up randomly. You when know, did Kanan like... leave? I'm sorry? Kanan Jarrus. When did he get out? Well, Kane, uh, um, if the story, I didn't really read his origin of how he left, but he got jettisoned out by his master um, during Executive 6-6. That's how he got out. Uh, I forgot who his master was, but she sacrificed herself to get him away. So he was technically on um oh god now that planet's blanking on me but he was on the planet when the jedis got attacked and he got okay. saved by his master and jettisoned away okay so that's how he was able and that's why there's so much regret in him during the right, rebel right, storyline because right. he felt he ran away right um so it couldn't have been died. him his, his escape is accounted for yeah no i don't think so he had any but that would have been cool right right yeah i didn't even think about that but no he he was dealing with his own he was saving his own life or he was getting saved he was having himself, his life so. saved yeah so but yeah no it's it's honestly again there's they've taken areas where you can easily expand it where yeah. it makes sense you're not just forcing it like okay we got to figure out a way that this all makes sense so let's just say this is how it happens no, they really have areas where it's like, yeah, this makes sense to possibly, you know, right. have this happen. So it's it's great. I'm again, I'm very very happy with everything they're doing with uh, with this Mandalorian so far. Yeah, super super cool. Uh, so when you were on here last, Josh, we talked about mm-hmm. three potential cameos that mm-hmm. were rumored to happen. All three of them have come true. Have happened. <laughs> yeah, two of them in one episode. Yeah. No, it's 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 been great, and uh, it, it, the Bo-Katan, Katie Sackhoff being in there, you know. Oh that God, episode. she's my favorite. And then of course, uh, one of our favorite wrestlers, Sasha, was was there. As oh Oscar yeah, Sasha Reeves, Banks, one of the other yeah. Mandalorians. So 
that 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 episode was really really good and it, it also too made a lot of sense now about because i was gonna i was curious to see how they dealt with the fact that mando doesn't show his face but we have seen the faces of all these other right. mandalorians so how they explain that basically they explain oh you know you're you're part of the the this rebellious group that have kind of taken things a little too seriously with the code of the of the Mandalore. So well, I mean, it's I, just I like was... I'm Go sorry. Ahead, now you Go finish ahead, your sentence. I was going to say. So it, it really kind of sets up exactly what Mando's beliefs are, and how maybe that actually might conflict later on if they bring back uh, Bo-Katan and the other Mandalorians, because uh, there is some unrest there. So. Well, it's like any sort of religion. It's like you yeah. have, you know what I mean? The like Baptist are, versus Methodist versus, yeah. you know, Catholics versus, you know what I mean? Like there's so many different sects within sure. like Christianity alone and not just other religions, you know what I mean? But like, it's like exactly like that. That's how I looked at like, you know, the Mandalores. Like mm-hmm. they're all like, okay, well you have Bo-Katan who's probably a little bit more maybe like, you know, uh, non-denominational so they take their helmets off but then you have like maybe someone like you know Mando's group who you know they're now they wear pants and have to wear long skirts you know what I mean like <laughs> you so know like, what I mean though it's, no, yeah, and, and exactly. then, just, we, so that's kind of how the, I looked at it because it is so, a religion it's like yeah, a way no, of life we've seen this you know? with the Jedis too we've seen this with the Jedis too I mean there's Mace Windu is the perfect example heck there's a lot of Jedis in the past. Why so many of them end up going to the dark side or being tempted by the dark side because it is a religion. So some people have these stronger beliefs than others, you know, that that's, that's, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it's a perfect example of, of how Mandalore is no different. Mm -hmm. So just, yeah. Like Christianity versus, you know, Muslims, you have Jedis versus Mandalores, you know? Yeah. So many different groups, you know, pushing against each other and even the groups within the groups pushing against right. each other. I mean, it, it's a fictional world, but it is such a reflection of the world we live in. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent amplified yeah. to a fantastical level. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, another great one was uh, seeing Ahsoka, uh, Ahsoka Tano uh, played by Rosario Dawson. Dude. That episode, honestly, th- that episode, the last episode was probably the best episode so far. In it the was super strong. Yeah. Series. It was so good. I, mean, I wasn't emotionally ready for that. I legit bawled halfway through, like, multiple times in that episode. I'm like, no, you can't separate them. He's his father figure. I'm not ready for this. No. So I heard that the title of that episode was The Jedi before we started it and i was like okay uh, okay so this this is probably be the one it'll she'll yeah. probably show up in the last five minutes leave us on nope. like a oh my god nope. i did not nope. expect her to show up first thing in the episode right. literally so the cool. whole episode <laughs> built around that yeah and no, it's all she, her i loved it and she was so and good the pe- and the people that there were some detractors that didn't think rosario would do a very good job as ahsoka but man she just she nailed it i mean yeah, well, hey, I mean, hey. I feel like with with the world of Star Wars, there's detractors on every single thing. Sure, ever, sure. Because it's sure. such such a highly loved and oh, highly yeah. sought at and highly looked at. Yeah. So it's just you blinked two times when you should have blinked three. I'm sorry, that was wrong. 
You know, like it's that type it's, of mentality. And it's so. tough too. But she's great. Because again, you're translating something that was created for animation that can do right. things that, you know, are, are tough to do in live action. You know, wow. the character design and, and all that stuff. So then finding a way to translate that into live action that you can still capture the performance that you want to capture and, yeah. and make sure you can do the stunts and the physicality and all those things. Yeah. Because again, in an animation, they can do super fantastical things. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's a lot more work. And wire to, to work. Trans- yeah, and to translate all that. Effects and yes. stunt work and and just acting in general with body movements and voice inflections. Yeah. It's it's so much more work to put something from animation bring it into real life and not to take away from the animators that's also really hard work too, no yeah but yeah to take something that's already established like that and bring it to real life is so to make incredibly it pr- difficult make it so they can practically do a, a, as much of the effects as they can you know and her like, fight scenes were so cool yeah they were like, great they did such a great job with they the were great scenes. I want to mention real quick about the fight scenes because this is something that I don't think too many people know but it's a really fascinating little um uh, tidbit: The person that Ahsoka goes against, Morgan Elizabeth, the governor of that of that area, she is played by Diana Lee Inosanto, who is actually the goddaughter of Bruce Lee. She oh, is the daughter cool. of uh, Dan Inosanto, who was one of Bruce Lee's very first students when he came over to America in San Francisco, and he's one of the top practitioners of Jeet Kune Do, Bruce Lee style. And his daughter, Diana Lee, um, is also a practitioner of that. That's why she kicked so much ass in that episode. And apparently, I didn't know that she was an actress, but apparently she's now an actress. I've wow. seen her stuff before. I, I yeah, know I've seen so, her before. Yeah, I didn't so, realize she did all that martial arts stuff. Yeah, That's so amazing. I thought that was really cool that, you know, the goddaughter of Bruce Lee and such a kick-ass character, too, yeah. did such a great job. So... Yeah, that that was that episode again was just so good. And then the final reveal of my favorite character because <laughs> Ahsoka wanted to know who was Morgan's master, and you're thinking, you know, he, she's talking about Gideon Moff, who is like the the villain of the main right. series. No, she's only talking about Thrawn, you know, <laughs> and that's awesome because Thrawn is just one of the coolest villains. If you don't know who that is, he is just one of the the coolest villains created. He was so cool. He was created in technically what's considered the Legends universe uh, in the novels, Heir to the Empire. And he was so cool that they actually made him canon in the Star Wars Rebels cartoon. And now apparently we might see him as a live action character, Yeah, you know, in, in the series, which I'm really excited about. And it's kind of funny, uh, Lee, that you brought up Mads Mikkelsen. Because the voice of Thrawn in the Star Wars Rebel series was voiced by Lars Mikkelsen, the brother of Mads. Whoa! <laughs> what? It's, it's all connected. And then now together. we've made the complete circle. <laughs> it completed the circle. Oh so, my yeah, gosh! I, I'm super excited about Thrawn. Um, read read the. If you guys, if you, fans out there, if you need something to read, highly recommend picking up Timothy Zahn's Thrawn series. There's four books of it. It basically explains the entire origin of Thrawn, who's a chiss. He's a he's such a calculating, cool. Yeah, there he is. Just just a badass blue skinned villain. Um, yeah, he is. He's next to Vader, and maybe a couple of like Darth Maul, a couple of other really iconic villains. 
Thrawn is that guy. Like he is, he is really cool. I'm, I'm really excited if we get to see a live action version of him because he's, he's really badass. So I'm, I'm super, super excited about Thrawn. That's awesome. Uh, so now Mando has a new mission, right? Uh, to get the child to the old Jedi temple. Typhon. Typhon. Mm-hmm. And Ahsoka says, you know, if he's ready, he'll reach out through the force. Another Jedi will hopefully come and and find him because she won't train him, but she'll send him on his way to let another Jedi cha- train him. I guess that's <laughs> that seems weird, but that that was a little weird on me too. But I, I thought I mean, that was odd. Like that, I won't train him because I think it's a bad idea. And I, right. didn't judge, I didn't question it. I was like, you know, it's exactly. Just that's, that's where I, that's I where cried I so hard. Kind of the outs. I think that was just the out to keep the two together so that he doesn't have to split with her. So it's like, all right, well, we know you can't train him. So we'll have someone else train him. So. I, I think she did that on purpose, guys. She saw how they interacted. And oh, the sure. Fact no, that yeah, she yeah, felt yeah. how much mm. they love each other. Yeah. Like, even, like, talking about, like, acting without seeing facials, you saw how, like, protective he was of him, especially when they were, like, talking and he was pacing. And he was, like, what's going on with them? Yeah. And then, like, just, just, like, when he was trying to do something, he would, like, move, like, like oh, my God. Like, what? You know, it's, like, just like dad or a mom. Sure. Like, oh, sure. God. Like, I teared up so many times in the episode. I cannot handle the relationship between Mando so, and the child anymore. So really, do you think all of that is just a load of crap then? Like she doesn't honestly believe anything's going to happen at the temple? I don't think it's a load of crap. I do think she, she needs, I feel as a Jedi, she needs to have another Jedi train a possible Jedi, uh, Padawan or Knight or whatever they're going to make Grogu. And she knows that she can't do it. Plus, too, I think, to be honest, with the way that Ahsoka is at this point, you got to remember, she went through a lot of crap. Oh, she's been through some shit. All this. <laughs> I mean, losing Anakin, finding out in the Rebel series that Anakin is Vader. Um, I'm sure that totally blew her mind. Barely surviving fighting Vader, you know. Um I would on it, and also too, if you look at her when she was in that episode going against Morgan Elizabeth, you know, there's a little bit of a not a little bit, but there's a lot of aggression in her, mm-hmm. you know. So I would say if there's anybody that's kind of wavering towards that dark side area, it's probably Ahsoka at this point. So she probably might feel she's not the most qualified to teach him right now. Right. I know? I don't know if she's going towards the dark side. But I feel like she thinks her mission's not done. I feel like That's she's. You. Yeah. I feel yeah. like she feels like she's probably the chosen one, like like a Buffy type thing, where it's like I am. I am the only one who can to really fight. I'm the one that's you know a lot of these Jedi's are hiding and training and true and storing the powers, but I can fight. I'm the one that's fighting for these people. I'm the one that's because the thing is she's looking for Thrawn now. Yeah. Right. Well, and technically, technically she left the order. She can't too. train somebody right now. She doesn't right. have time to train someone right now. She's on a fucking yeah. mission. She's got <laughs> shit to do. She doesn't have time to babysit. Guess what, Mando? You guys already have this relationship. You're going to protect him better than I could because I got to go and kick a lot of ass. I don't have yeah, time no, for this. I, I agree now, once I'm done on with that. this, maybe after your kid went to preschool with another <laughs> Jedi, 
then maybe <laughs> you can come and hang out with me. And when right. we go to Teach middle school, school or ca- right. high school, or maybe I'll your master's degree. You know what I mean? Higher maybe she's a master's level. doctorate, you know, mm-hmm. but sure. right now she's got shit to do. She don't have time for this. But you know, Lee, honestly, though, again, this is, it's actually a great way and it can lead to a new development, which I think would be really exciting. Like you mentioned before, maybe another Jedi pops up. Originally, when she mentioned that, I was thinking maybe that brings out Obi-Wan. Because remember, Obi-Wan's... Oh, not what I thought you were going to say. Okay. (laughs) All right. I was thinking maybe Obi-Wan pops up. Or, now here's even the better one, Ezra. That's what I thought you were going to say. There it is. Right. No, I know. I know you're thinking that too, but I was thinking both. Either Obi, but Ezra However, I did not think about Obi-Wan... But yeah. that would be a good segue into his series. Right, right. Because he's hiding too. And, oh. and that's what everyone's kind of excited about with his series being developed. Because we don't know what happened between... Oh, wait. This of... is after that. He's already dead. It's not yeah, because it's after... It's after... It's after... That's right. Oh, this is after, that's right. That's right. This is after Jedi. Yeah, he's dead. That's why I'm thinking Luke. He's, he's not dead. He's dead. He's dead. Oh, Luke. <laughs> It there could be Luke. Luke. That's what I was thinking of Luke when it I was watching Luke. it. But I'm like, there's no way we're going to have like someone else play Luke. So it's going to be someone uh, that knows true. Luke. Listen, Luke's like, you they know, could, they next could door either, neighbor Jedi. Uh, listen, they could either Samuel L. Jackson him like they did <laughs> in Captain Marvel. Or they could just get Sebastian Stan to do it. Because let's be honest, Sebastian Stan looks like young Mark Hamill. That is what? true. That is true. What? Well, have you never like the seen these pictures, Leva? No. Oh. I'm like the queen of that too. I'm the queen of that. You look like oh. a young so and so. Either Google it or I'm gonna send you I'm some pictures. After oh this my god, <laughs> your brain will be blown. Oh you will not. God. You'll okay. not be able to handle it. Oh my goodness! All right, all right. No, so yeah, so uh, yes. No, I, I was. Could I don't be Luke. Know. It could I don't be Ezra. Know who. Maybe someone. I don't know that I. I think. I think we're doing yet. so many ties to Clone Wars and Rebels. Mm. You know, Ahsoka's looking for, for, for Thrawn, who disappeared with Ezra. We don't yep. know where Ezra's been. This would be the perfect reason for Ezra to some suddenly pop back up yep. out of nowhere. That'd be awesome. I'd be excited. So I think you know. We don't where's where's Sabine right now? Did did she and Ahsoka find Ezra? Are she and Ezra out doing something right now? What's go what's going on? Yeah. No, I think it'd be cool. And again, it just shows you the the beauty, like Leva mentioned at the beginning of the show, it when you got everybody on the same page, I'm talking about the creators, all the writers, mm-hmm. all the minds, all on the same page where everything can interconnect perfectly. You know, Marvel is the best example of that. And now they're doing a better job, I feel, with Star Wars, because I do feel, and again, we we may visit the whole what went wrong with the new trilogy of Star Wars movies, but I feel that what went wrong with that was just because I don't think everybody was on the same page. No, they weren't. With all three movies. Mm -mm. So it became a mess. And I think now with Disney Plus, with all the series that they want to create, Dave Filoni has been really good at this. Uh, Favreau, of course, is going to be really good at this. Yeah. It's keeping everything connected together so it makes sense. And it's, it shows how intricate this universe is mm-hmm. that everything can kind of interact with each other. Yeah, to you your know? point, so those it's, two it's, guys, it's great. those two guys are the guys to get it done. Because yeah. Filoni's had his hands in since Clone Wars and then mm-hmm. went to Rebels. 
you know, and then Favreau was there at the inception of the MCU and was very involved during, you know, the first few movies all coming together. And so now you're bringing those two guys who have managed to do those two things, bring them together to now expand this. That's how they operate and that's how they work. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah. they've got and that's how it should. Cool Honestly, yeah. that's, that's how it should. If you want to make a universe this great and dynamic, you know, so, you know, knock, knock DC, this is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, they, they've got the right guys on the mission. Right. <laughs> For definite. Uh, or a space western, which yeah, is so good. Which is so awesome. <laughs> oh my god, the scene. Okay, now let you let you finish up. The scene where like Manda's facing off with like the 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 sheriff guy or whatever he is in this last episode, the the head of security, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, I think they're done." And, oh like, yeah. The, he, his hands like twitching next to his gun. Yeah. Oh my god, spaghetti western feels. I ha- sure. I love it so much. I loved it sure. so much. Yeah, which is also a throwback to samurai films too. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Oh, See, it was so Peter good. Lee which I mean, well, that's oh, what, yeah. that's what spaghetti westerns are based on. Oh, it was so good. Right. They're all. They're I was all like, oh, this is this Yo, is giving me. is like, the, yeah, the, this is giving me mad Ghost of Tsushima vibes right now. Only in space with blasters. <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved it. Space cowboys. I loved it so much. This this episode. If you haven't watched, this is like the perfect episode. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Really so is. many, so many pieces coming together. The, this whole progression. Well, the whole, the whole thing. I, there, I, I know you said there's one episode you didn't really like, but there's literally not one episode I didn't like. Like everything made sense to me, and it was like, oh, this, this makes sense. Oh, this is where they're going. This is where they're going. Yeah. This is really cool. You know what I mean? Like, I like that we got to have some of the old characters return. That sure. was really cool, and it was like that moment of like family getting back together and like mm-hmm. they give you that moment of like mm-hmm. oh oh shit martial craziness craziness <laughs> is happening and then moving on you know what i mean but it was it was really nice it was really nice to see everyone again yeah <laughs> super like family. super fun uh, uh i'm gonna drop the spoilers tag because i think we're done with spoilers yeah. you guys if you're not watching the mandalorian and you have the ability to watch the mandalorian and you love oh, star yeah. wars go go do it even if you don't love Star well, Wars, it's just a really good show yeah. on its own. Too. Well, well worth the Disney Plus. If you're if you're on the fence about getting Disney Plus, Mandalorian alone is worth the price. Mm-hmm. You know, easily. Yeah, and then you get all the other stuff along with it. Exactly. It's great. We're not sponsored by Disney Plus, but if you want to sponsor, I, I will support. Hey. I will support it. <laughs> oh man! To all our viewers and listeners out there, do you uh, do you watch The Masked Singer? Do you watch uh, Mandalorian? Do you know who who do you think are behind the masks? Uh, were you excited to see all those Mando cameos? Let us know by dropping us a line in one of our socials at the Geek Soapbox on Twitter and Instagram, or shoot us an email at the email address thegeeksoapbox at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and your theories and how you feel about these shows. Let us know. Uh, leave us. And how right I always am. <laughs> we still have six more ep- we still have six more episodes to figure that out or five more episodes we'll see how right you are but i guess your track record is pretty good leva drop those socials what's going on what you got coming up wrestling leva on everything twitch instagram twitter um we just did aw among us uh we have some tapings this week uh, so I'll be doing that. Oh, I'm on Dark uh, this coming week. <gasps> yeah. So make sure you watch it. I'm wrestling, I'm wrestling Alex Gracia. 
uh, Pink versus Blue. So you got to tune in to see. Very who excited wins about that. That one. Spoiler. I'm going to kick her ass. Yeah. <laughs> Do I need to put up Maybe. a tag? Huh? <laughs> Do I need to put up a tag? Nah. <laughs> um, just got to tune in. Um, what else? What else is going on? I don't know. <laughs> stuff. That's good. You got so much stuff going on. Uh, Josh, where can they find you? Um, again, you know, I'm not very good at social <laughs> not media. Not the social butterfly. You. Yeah. Uh, my Twitter is Hideaki Shibata one. Again, I don't really do too much of Twitter except for just retweet everybody else. And, and you tweet. need to get on that. How many times have I? Baby, I know. I know. I know. She's a social but queen. It, I'm gonna keep doing it. If you want you. fitness, if you want fitness inspirational videos, I guess or fitness tips, you can follow me on my Instagram at SoCal Showdown Josh. Um, that's the one I kind of post a lot of stuff of myself, and then yeah, that's pretty much it. But to be honest, I'm really just here to support Leva and uh, Lee and their podcast. Too nice. And, He's and, too nice, you guys. Oh, how Leva, you keep this one. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Emily Ponton on Twitter, and you can catch me gaming on twitch.tv slash the Geek Soapbox every Tuesday and Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And again, I join in a lot. She does. We were playing a lot more uh, team games, which is super, super fun. Uh, and as always, the audio version of our show will be available this Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review and hey you guys who are listening to it as a podcast i don't know why i said that almost as christopher hey you guys uh you guys you, guys, you can if you want to see us recording it live you can catch us on twitch every sunday night 9 p.m eastern standard time twitch.tv slash the geek soapbox that's it thanks for uh listening thanks for watching not the spoiler tag lee put on the music where's the music Oh, by the, the way, quick thing. I have to restart my computer before the next stream. So I am streaming immediately after this, but give me a few minutes to restart my computer. So see you there. <laughs> we'll see you in a few. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you back here next week for another episode of the all-new, sort of different Geek Soapbox. Until then, may the force be with you. Peace out, everybody. Aww. Soapbox is a TGS Entertainment production produced and directed by Michael Lee Ponton with associate producer Leva Bates. Theme music by Alex Barrett and additional musical cues provided by Adhesive Wombat.